Welcome to Get Your Barbecue On, the podcast. And we're recording live from Ken's Hardwood Barbecue Restaurant, 5250 East 22nd Street. I'm here with the doctor. Dr. Andre Jones. Hey, did you know I had to sing that theme song recently? Just just like I was out and about with some friends and they were like, can you sing your theme song? And I was like, yeah, sure. Dun, da, da, dun. They're like, yeah. oh, that's really cool. Like, you know, we, we have a 70s uh, R&B rendition of our theme song. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like, get your barbecue on at Ken's Hardwood Barbecue. Oh, man, we got to bust that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we do, have a, we do have a 70s rendition. Ooh. Had a band, live band. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, no, oh, no, okay. we did. Yeah, we oh. did. So, But uh, we decided not to use it. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're sticking more to the uh, soulful, sure. like jazz, mm-hmm. blues type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as yeah. you hear now. As you hear now. Yeah, yeah. right, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, Ken. Well, hello, doctor. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing great. Good, 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 good. It's a beautiful day here at Ken's Hardwood Barbecue. A beautiful day. We and have I, a live audience. Yeah, and we have a great show planned for today. What are we talking about today? We're going to talk about spare ribs. So we're going to talk about all about ribs, pork ribs today. Oh. Yeah, so we'll talk about the differences. We got a, a, It's going to be a pretty informative show. Okay. So, yeah, please, please stick around. Yeah. Yeah, don't cut off the podcast. No, Keep, keep no. it going. You're going to learn a lot of, <laughs> you're going to learn a lot of stuff about ribs today. Ooh, it's all about the piggies. Yeah, yeah, brought to you by chickens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Eat more pig. <laughs> Eat more pig. <laughs> I like Chick-fil-A. Right, right, right. right <laughs> or the cows right. are going like, no, eat more chicken. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, we have ribs today, then we're going to entertain a listener's question. Oh, and then, yeah. And then, of course, we're going to check in with the doctor. That's me. Our grill master, pit master, and trainer. Mm-hmm. See on what? the ones and twos. On the ones and twos. <laughs> right, on the ones and twos. Right. So uh, that's what we're going to do. But uh, yeah. first off, uh, let's, uh, let's, let's talk about who pays the bills at the, uh, the Get Your Barbecue on the podcast. All right. Well, so far, we have the chickens. Um, chickens are paying the bills on this episode. They gave us a big check to make sure that we talk about eating more pig. That was one of those. I don't know if you saw that check clear or not. But, uh, no, I didn't see yeah, it. Yeah, no, clear. They, they definitely came in. I, I did put it in the Get Your Barbecue on account. Okay, okay. Yeah, so we definitely have to give the shout out for the chickens. Six shout out for yes. the chickens. Right. Yeah. We might as well just stop right there and just <laughs> go on to top it. But apparently we got more sponsors too. So yeah. uh, you want me to start? I'll get started today. You yeah, know? go ahead. Oh, Start. Oh my yeah, gosh. Go ahead, also start. brought to you by, uh, of course, the chickens are first, and also brought to you by JNL Online Consulting. You know what those folks are doing over there? They are crushing it with numbers, expanding the reach online for businesses all over the United States and the world. Do you know they have a client in Australia? No, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. now, though. Yeah, yeah. Client in Australia, <laughs> they're doing very well. It, they are doing good over there and they're making magic happen. That is JNL online consulting. You can find them by going to www.jandlonlineconsulting.com where they promise to grow your digital presence. (laughs) Yeah. Wow, not bad. Yeah, and also brought to you by Ken's Hardwood Barbecue. Oh, I know that place. Yeah, you know that place? Uh Yeah, located at 5250 East 22nd Street. Oh, that's like right by Craycroft, right? Right, and they have been the Arizona Data Star Reader's Choice Award winner. Ooh. For the past two years, Ooh. and uh, going for the three P. Oh, right, in 2022. When will we know? We'll know in September. Okay. Right. Fingers so, crossed. Uh, yeah. Hold on to your seats. Hold on to your hats. Yeah. So you can check out Ken's Hardwood Barbecue at www.kenshardwoodbbq.com, or you can also call them over at uh, 50. Oh, that's 520-745-4746. Oh, nice. All right. Yeah, you have All to right. do the slogan, though. We can't, we can't go on without yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Come on down to Ken's Harbor Barbecue and get your barbecue on. Okay, now we can proceed with the show. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> we can't All proceed right. without that. <laughs> okay. So today we're going to talk about spare ribs. Yeah. Man, do you know I, ribs are my favorite? There are, they are a lot of people's favorite. Yeah. A lot of folks love ribs. I think it's his own food group. Yeah, yeah. I, and... You know, 
in rib preparation and, mm-hmm. and cooking, mm-hmm. you know, you find uh, people doing a lot of different things, mm-hmm. and a lot, and, and and pretty much a lot of those things that they're doing are not good things. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You mean there's a, not a good way to actually prepare your ribs? I, I mean, is that is that what you're trying to tell me? So, well, you you. Judge for yourself. Okay? okay, fine. Judge for yourself. Okay, fine. So, I mean, the first thing we're going to talk about is, okay, ribs, pork ribs. We're talking about pork. So that cut of meat certainly comes from swine, pig, or hog, mm. whatever. That's where you get it. Where does, that's where this meat comes from. And the ribs, they come in three basic cuts. Oh? Yeah, but three basic cuts. And I, you can tell me which one you like, but they okay. come back... Back ribs, and a lot of times you see the baby back ribs. Mm-hmm. And then you have the spare ribs. Mm-hmm. And then there's another, there's a country-style rib. Today we're going to talk about spare ribs and back ribs. Okay? Now, these are all just different cuts, right? Or They're coming different from different cu- parts the, well, of the pig? They come from different parts of the pig. Oh. Different parts of the pig. So the country rib definitely comes from more, it comes from the shoulder, comes from the pork shoulder. The okay. Butt, pork butt shoulder yeah oh yeah right around that neighborhood yeah yeah, that's where the country ribs come from so but the back ribs and the spare ribs come from the ribs the side of the cow Mm. okay right okay and so the the back ribs if you were just kind of taking a a a look at a a cow Mm-hmm. I mean, a, a pig. A pig. Don't look at the cow. Don't look at the cow? But, yeah. <laughs> so like you cheating just, if I look yeah, at the cow, you not at the cow, pig. you'd be cheating. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so you got this big rib for the for the pig. Mm-hmm. And at the top of that rib is, that's where you get your back ribs from, closer okay. to the back. Got it. And then you have this thing called the spare rib. And the spare rib, in the spare rib, you have two different parts. One are the rib tips, and the other one is a St. Louis style rib. Oh, rib tips. Right, right. So if you go to the grocery store, a lot of times you're going to see, they're going to have baby back ribs, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Typically in a grocery store, you're going to have baby back ribs, you're going to have spare ribs, and you're going to have St. Louis style ribs. Okay. So, and then you'll also have rib tips. Oh. So if you would go over to the meat counter, so if you take the tips... And the St. Louis style, put them together, you would have a spare rib. Really? Right, right, right. So the big one there is a spare rib. And so uh, I know the pitmasters over at Kansas Harbor Barbecue right now, they're, they're buying the spare ribs and they trim it mm-hmm. and make it a St. Louis rib. So they, Ooh. yeah, to do that, basically you trim it, make the rib rectangular mm-hmm. and uh, cut the top of it off and you have and that would be the rib tips okay so but anyway so a spare rib is our rib tips and the st louis rib together that's a spare rib okay all right so that's the three different types i mean the the cuts of the meat that we're going to talk about today yeah baby back spare ribs and rib tips okay all right and we'll talk about that preparation so where can you find them i already mentioned store grocery store yeah you can go to your just almost any grocery store are going to have those three types of ribs, mm-hmm. and then uh, certainly at your meat store. Can I ask you a question? Sure. I see a lot of them frozen. Like every time I go to the store to grab some ribs, they're frozen. Are they doing <sighs> that on purpose? Are you doing this to make my preparation even harder? Is that no, what's happening? No, 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 no. Is that no. what happened? I feel like well, it's a conspiracy. I mean, there's different the reasons the for freezing ribs. Um, sometimes. Uh, at a grocery store or whatever, when they start getting close to the expiration date, mm-hmm. they'll freeze them. And a lot of companies, uh, especially the ones that service restaurants or whatever, as the, as the like I said, as they get close to expiration, they will put them in the freezer and they'll freeze them. So a lot of times if you're buying frozen ribs, mm-hmm. once they thaw, you really need to cook them. Right. Because you really don't know. <laughs> How, yeah, yeah, how yeah. long they've been there and, right, and right, how right, good they right. are. Or how long they were fresh before they were Ew. frozen. Right. So if you're buying frozen ribs, I, my suggestion is to, once they thaw, you really need to cook them. Right then and there. Right then and there. You're cooking right ribs. Right then and there. You're yeah. cooking ribs, Oops, right? I defrosted yeah, ribs. Yeah, don't defrost them play. and let them sit in the refrigerator Ew. for a while. No, no. It ain't going to work. No. So uh, that's why they yeah. have it frozen. Okay, cool. Well, I, I mean, but. I'm sure maybe some other, I mean, there's other reasons to freeze them if you just want to store them longer. Right. And maybe they freeze them right away. Mm. Okay. But a lot of cases, they're not freezing them right away. Mm -hmm. And they've been 
fresh for a while. Okay. Okay. Fair. Fair. All right. So you know where to find them at. Yep. So now let's talk about prep. Mm -hmm. Prep. So the first thing you do is you just, uh, a lot of times they come vacuum sealed. Yes. Uh, or um, sometimes in a grocery store, they would have already taken them out of the vacuum seal and mm. they will put them in their own little packaging. Oh, wow. But either way, remove it from the package and throw the package away. Of course. All right. So the first thing you want to do to a rib is... Remove you, the membrane. You want to remove the membrane. That is always the hardest thing for me. I, I've seen, my mom taught me that a long time ago when I was young. Because if you don't remove the membrane, it's two things if you do not remove the rem membrane. One is the ribs are going to be tougher. Mm -hmm. uh, that little membrane can get stuck in your yep. teeth or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yep. And there. also, the seasoning is not going to, you know, like, just get, get down in. into yeah. yeah the meat on that backside of the on the rib. Yeah, you know, it just kind of prevents it from, uh, you know, seasoning See, the meat. Sure. Right. Oh, right. Wow. So, so that's the first thing you want to remove the membrane. And what's the best way to re remove the rem membrane? Is uh, you can use a spoon. Oh. Or you can use a butter knife. And all you need to do is just lift that membrane, mm -hmm. take a paper towel, and uh, just pull, pull that up. membrane right off. A lot of times it'll come right off, but then other times it may not. So just keep trying I think keep you should pulling until it comes off. You should definitely re re uh, uh, say that differently. Most of the time it doesn't come off nicely, at least for oh, well, me. And no. every now and then I'll get one that goes, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so great. Yeah, <laughs> it's the greatest yeah. thing. Yeah, it's it's going to be a good meal. Right, right. So sometimes it, you can just rip it off and that, you know, yeah. But sometimes a little bit will stay on. Thank you. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah it's, it's, that is the worst part of doing ribs. At least for me, yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. removing that membrane because I never know what yeah. I never know. Now, do you get. use a piece of paper towel when you yes. and pull it? Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. I use uh, butter knife. All right. Steak yeah. knife. All right. We're gonna have to like, add that uh, as a exam oh. uh, demonstration oh, and see what you're doing there. <laughs> Why that membrane is not coming off easily <laughs> and smoothly? Okay, I, I think <laughs> I think you'll see that in your uh, you know final exam mm -hmm. for twenty twenty two. Yeah, right. Everything membrane, <laughs> rib membrane removal, and that would be the only thing I fear <laughs> right, the most. Right, I right, could cook right. this amazing meal on two grills and everything else, <laughs> but removing the membrane. <laughs> <laughs> but but like I said, you know, if you really want that those seasonings to you know just kind of like permeate and get down in that meat, yeah, you need to remove the membrane. You do, you really do. It makes a world of a difference in the in, in just how you eat it, right? Uh, and, and the flavor, you know, YouTube or uh, on, online, you, there's a lot of videos out mm -hmm. there on how to do it. Yeah. Uh, yep. Go yeah. check one out. Just don't look at mine because those are probably <laughs> not good how to do it. That's yeah. probably like how not to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Stay away from the doctor's video yeah. for right now. Yeah, exactly. For right. now. Not, yeah, yeah. By the end of this year, it'll, I'll be a pro <laughs> every right. time. First try. All right. <laughs> so now let's talk about the binder. You know, oh, the binder. Yeah, yeah, yeah binder. So we use a binder. So what it does is helps the seasoning. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it helps to keep it on there. Yeah. Uh, you know, the piece of meat. Yeah, because right. it's, it's going to fall off if you don't do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it doesn't, but it, it, it has a tendency to. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, some people would just wet the rib and use water, but... Uh, some of the use binders water. that, yeah, some some of the binders that uh, folks uh, use a lot would be olive oil, mm -hmm. mustard. Wait, what? Mustard. Hmm? Yeah, now mustard. Tell it, me. You know the that uh, won't burn on the grill. <laughs> Wait, mustard. So yeah, that's one of the favorites of uh, Sean. He's one of the uh, pit crew, uh -huh. pit masters over Ken's Hardwood Barbecue. He swears by mustard, man. Mu That's like his favorite binder. I mean, it's mustard? a lot. It's really flavor. It's a lot of seasoning and flavor, and it adds some flavor to to meats when you use the mustard. A lot of people mustard. use mustard. Right. And then you have creamy Italian dressing. What? And some people even use mayo for what? a binder. Wait, what? I mean, and you're not putting a thick layer on for ribs. You're only going to put a thin layer on there. And uh, it really helps. It, 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 it's good. Uh, I like to use a binder on my meats. What do you use, Ken? Uh, 
I, a lot of times my favorites are creamy Italian dressing and mustard. Either one of those are my favorites. You said creamy Italian dressing. Creamy Italian dressing or mustard. And it's light. It's not a... It's yeah, not no, a... it's just a light coating on the ribs, and mm -hmm. that yeah, helps. So anyway, there's a binder. Challenge so accepted. So now, yeah, so we've removed a membrane. Now mm -hmm. we talked about the binder on the ribs, and now let's talk about... And, and you've got to put the binder on both sides. Mm -hmm. And then let's talk about rub or right. seasoning. So you're going to put a rub on mustard. Yeah. Yeah. You put the rub on he, whatever he the bind. Me like, you're gonna uh, well, put the yes. you gotta put the rub on what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah of, course. of course you will. <laughs> you gotta put the rub on whatever binder you use. Okay, all right, I'm listening. Okay, if you use the binder, everybody yes. doesn't use a binder, and you right. don't feel like you have to. Okay, I mean it's all preference. It's oh. all taste. It's all flavor. Right. It's, it's all flavor. What, yeah, it's all your preference. What What's your taste preferences? Okay. Okay. There's all right. There's no right or wrong. It's whatever you like. My taste bud <laughs> says different. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, hey, don't knock it till you try Fine, it. Fine, fair, true, don't knock true, it till true, you try true. It. I know what I'm doing this weekend. <laughs> All right. Anyway, rub. Yes. We talk about rubs. And I know you use a lot of different types of rubs. I do. We make our own rub over at Ken's Hardwood Barbecue. Yeah. And so that's the rub that we use on our ribs. Right. Uh, but you can buy rubs at the grocery store mm -hmm. or, you know, I would say... Experiment. Your Try your yeah. own. Get some seasons, throw them together. Yeah. And just, you know, don't feel like, you know, I mean. Yeah. Just, just play. Try. Yeah. Try yeah. it out. Yeah. yeah. Try you it out. Let your kitchen become the laboratory mm -hmm. and play. Right. Play so, with the flavors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're still talking about prep here. Mm -hmm. And then we're also going to, so a lot of people like a spritz or a mop. Mm -hmm. So while the meat is cooking, they will either spray the meat with another flavor or um, they will mop it. So you, you've seen the little mops, little yep. barbecue mm -hmm. mops. They take it and they open mm -hmm. it up and just... And so there are a lot of different options for spritzes and mops. And uh, some people even use like a barbecue flavor. Mm. So uh, really? seasonings. And, and, and usually they thin it out. It's more watery. You're oh, not putting anything thick on. Yeah. Right, right, because a lot of barbecues have sugar in it. If you start putting that on the meat early, then no, what it's going to do is it's going to marble. It's going to burn it. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sugar will burn. So anyway. Sure. So, yeah, put your little mop, get that little together, and then you, as you're cooking it, you can just every, you know, periodically can just put some more of those flavors. Yeah. You know, what do we talk about all the time? Layer the flavor. Layer. Layer the flavor. Layer the flavor. <laughs> right. Okay, so now you've got all the, all the things you need to season mm -hmm. a rib. Uh-huh. You know, right. so whether it's a baby back. Right. Whether it's a St. Louis, the whole spare rib, mm -hmm. or rib tips, it's all the same. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, it's just the cooking time is takes a little. Yeah, it, it's it's a difference in cooking time. It is right. So anyway, now you have your mop. So at this point, there, and now we're talking about cooking. Right. So and I and I have you ever seen anybody boil ribs boil boil so yeah. there, there, yes. there are people there are people, people out ribs. there yes. say you know they will boil them first and then put them on the grill why are you going to boil them first and then put i have them on no the grill? idea but that is a huge no-no no no do not boil the ribs right. <laughs> we're, today we're talking about smoking ribs Ooh. we're talking about smoking mm -hmm. and you know so we're going to cook them on a grill yep uh we can Indirect. cook them on yeah, on a smoker. We'll talk about how we set up our yeah. grill and yeah. a smoker. But so, but do not boil the ribs. I mean, mm -hmm. it, why? Don't do that. Yeah, don't I mean, it, so it's just like, that's impatience. <laughs> you know, I'm going to boil them and then I'm going right. to throw them on there and try to put some smoke in them and all that, but you just boil all the flavor. Right. Yeah. Just took all the flavor took out. Took all the flavor out. Yeah. All right. So the next thing we're talking about cooking. So you're going to set up your charcoal grill, mm -hmm. your gas grill, or, uh, you know, smokers, you don't have to do this. Right. Usually smokers are indirect heat anyway. Right. And you got one of those pellet smokers or these other smokers. So you just set the meat on the rack. But sure. if you have a charcoal grill or a gas grill, even if you have like the big 
55 gallon drum grills Ooh. that don't have a smoker box on the side or whatever. Right. You're going to set them up. It's what and a, a two zone setup. Gotcha. And a two zone setup is that we set up one side is indirect direct heat, heat. Mm-hmm. and direct heat the other, other. Yeah. So we always talk about two temperatures. So the temperature we're going to go we're going to use is 225 degrees. Okay. That's what we want to get our grill to mm-hmm. and that's the cooking temperature today. And uh, so, I, low and slow. Always. Yeah, Especially and with if ribs. We're gonna, yeah, if we're going to cook these ribs low and slow. Mm-hmm. And depending on your equipment and how you decide you're going to cook the ribs, you need to plan about four to seven hours mm-hmm. to cook these this ribs. This is true. Right? Yeah. And so, baby bags don't take as long. Right. One they're is smaller. That they're smaller. They don't take as long. They're smaller, meatier. They don't take as long. Uh, but if you're cooking spare ribs or you're cooking St. Louis style ribs, that is going to take uh, Just, longer than yeah, a baby bag. The six to seven hours right there. Right, right, there's right. there's a lot right. of meat that's not in there. It's, it's, it's a lot of meat. It's but, but again, it depends on your equipment. Right. I mean, the more efficient your equipment, the less time it's going to mm-hmm. take. Mm-hmm. You know, some grills say 225, but they're not really 225, and they're certainly not 225 in the whole uh, grilling surface or the sure. smoking surface. Yeah. Okay? So uh, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to cook. The cooking temperature is going to be 225. Now, a lot of grills, it's hard to control and keep it at 225. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know... Don't go under 200 and don't go over 250. So you got Ooh. it in that range. You just want to keep it right in that range. Okay. Okay. Right there. So we, the, the target is 225 and the cooking time. So now indirect cooking always takes longer. Yep. So, but, you know, I, what we're talking about today is the low and slow, and we're going to use indirect. So mm-hmm. we're not going to put it directly over the, over the nope. heat going to be on one side and so on one side and that's going to take them take longer, longer. Mm-hmm. and like i said control the heat at 225 yep and no right. looky looky loo no look well we're not, no it's no looky looky loo and but we're going to be lifting the top if you want to spray and add sure. some spritz yep yeah okay? but don't do it every five minutes right right you, you, and so we're gonna to if we're gonna go indirect we're not gonna go on flame we're gonna go Bone side down. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna cook it with the bone side down, and we're gonna go and we're gonna keep it there, right there. Right. Not so, gonna flip it around. Not gonna, gonna flip it around. It so I mean, and, and and if you're cooking indirect and you're barbecuing, this is easy kind of mm-hmm. cooking because mm-hmm. you don't have to be you know like when you're grilling high heat and all that you yeah, have to keep watching you gotta the be meat. right there yeah mm-hmm. you gotta be right there but you know you've got hours to cook this thing so you're gonna mm-hmm. check on it periodically and if you're spritzing or mopping then you'll just put a little on there and yep. check it out sure see what's happening i like it all right yeah all right following along this fine Okay, so now... Other than the mustard and creamy Italian dressing, <laughs> that's okay. This is my taste buds. So now Get we prepped that. it. We got the meat. It's sitting on the grill, and we're just, you know, hey, now we're cooking. Mm-hmm. Cooking. I yeah. mean, you could be we're, cooking with gas or charcoal. Right. <laughs> cooking with gas, whatever. Well, cooking. Yeah, we're cooking, right? <laughs> or you have it on your... Um, uh, one of your pellet smokers sure. or upright, whatever type it is, mm-hmm. right? Now... Um, I want to talk a little bit about a lot of. Then we're going to talk about wrapping. Wrapping. Yeah. Wrapping yeah. the rib. Yeah, we're not talking about what you do. On right. The, you know. You <laughs> on know. The ones and twos. On the ones and twos. <laughs> not that kind of wrapping, right? Right. We're not, right. We're talking more like a lot of folks like to wrap their ribs now. Okay. Yeah. Tell and, me. And so some, I'm you know, ready. a lot of folks talk. You know, there's a term called the Texas crutch. The Texas crutch. Yeah, and so what wrapping is going to do is it going? It's going to get the ribs. It's going. They they will cook faster. They'll get done faster. Uh, and so what wrapped? happens is you wrap. They will. So you have a two two one method, okay. and you have the three two one method. But all of this is also known as the Texas crutch. So the two two one method is cook for two hours. Wrap for two, keep it wrapped for two hours, and then take it out and let it cook for another hour. 
That's the two two one method and the three two one method. Same thing. Right. Three hours, two hours, one hour. But you know, they use this is used a lot of times in barbecue competition. Is it really? Right, right. But barbecue competition ribs and barbecue competition meats are so much different than what people do at home because mm. in barbecue competitions they want sweet ribs oh oh yeah 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 they want sweet sweet man brown sugar sweet the ribs and they want them with a glaze on them what? and I, it's just watch the barbecue shows but i mean so so the things so they are trying to do everything they can to have the perfect looking rib mm. oh, and and like i look. said and and all you have to do is watch some of these barbecue competitions sure. and watch what they do. But that's not the taste that I'm looking for. Right. And most that most people I know, mm-hmm. and when I go to their cookouts or whatever, that's not the flavor or the taste that they're looking for right. is a sweet glazed rib. Right. Right. What and so a lot like? of times the competitors... Sweet and glaze. Like Sweet and glaze. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet and glaze. But, I mean, they look great. I'm sure. And, uh, I mean, they have a great taste if you want a sweet rib. Right, right. But, I mean, mm. it has to be perfect. You know, these guys, they go and, you know, even when they're looking for ribs, they're looking for the perfect shaped rib. And, and you know, because it's all about, it's not all about appearance. It's about appearance and taste. Mm. And there's so many elements to the judging. Right. And so, I mean, that's why. But, I mean, if you're doing backyard barbecue, there's no there's reason yeah. to wrap the ribs sure. if you have the time. Right. Now, if you don't have time and you said, hey, you know, I need to get this done sooner or whatever. Right. Three, two, you want one or Texas crutch, whatever you want to sure. call it. So, basically, all you do is... After the rib is cooked for a couple of hours on the smoker, right. what you do is you take a piece of heavy-duty aluminum foil, mm-hmm. the pit master's friend. Uh, absolutely. Not best, but <laughs> Not it's best, top but 10. It, yeah, it's, it's friend. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so you take that rib. A lot of times what they'll do is, like in the competition, they'll take some of that uh, uh, liquid butter. Oh. Yeah, and a little squeeze bottle. Yeah. They'll throw that in there. They'll put some brown sugar on the aluminum foil. Oh. They'll sit the rib in there, and they'll set the rib down, uh, face down. I mean the... Um, Bone down? Or no, is it... Meat down. Meat down. They'll have the meat okay. side down, and then uh, the bone side up, and then they'll add some more butter, more brown sugar, and sometimes they might even add a little barbecue sauce, and then they'll wrap it and seal it really tight because what's going to be cooking the rib at that point is steam. Oh, yeah. You know, you're going to cook it and you cook it. Sure. But a lot of times people will leave it on there and they cook it way too long and, uh, you know, you kind of kill the rub, kind of oh. kill other things. But anyway, I, wrapping is an option if you want to use it. Sure. I don't use the wrapping option. I was about okay. to ask. Right, right, right. Uh, especially for folks that like the fall off the bone ribs. Mm. Okay. Yeah, okay. and as you well know, I'm not a you, fall off you, the bone guy. You like, the, you like a little pull. If it's you falling like, off the bone, mm-hmm. you know, in my opinion, it's it's too done. Done, yeah. Right, it's too done. Yeah. Now, I was just recently <laughs> at a cookout. Oh. And, yeah, I mean, they had some decent ribs, uh-huh. you know, decent ribs. And one of my friends made a comment. It's like, ah, oh, man, these ribs are no good. They're not fall off the bone. And I said... Hey, you know, I'm I'm not a fall off the bone oh, guy, God, right? Man, I'm saying, right. You know, I, I you know I'm, I'm I am of to each his own, and right. whatever you like, you like. Now this guy was from Alabama, and I oh. don't know if all Alabamians right. like fall off the bone ribs, <laughs> but I said, look, man, I said if you watch any of the barbecue competitions, mm-hmm. I go there or. A lot of ribs ought to have a little pull, pull to, to it. Yeah, just and, a little. But and, and if you look or go around town and go to different restaurants or whatever, most of the ones that sell bone on, fall off the bone ribs are like chain restaurants. True. That don't True. have real pit masters. Yeah, right. You know, right. And so they're just trying to get ribs done. Mm-hmm. And so the easiest way to do that is wrap, wrap them, them or seal them and just right. let it and cook the mess out of them. Yep. And then then Ugh. put some sauce on them, or and you call put some ribs. sauce on, and you know that's it. But uh, we're point. smoking low and slow, mm-hmm. and uh, we're not recommending wrapping ribs. No. And we're not recommending fall off the bone. No. But, Little you know, to, to each his own. Yeah, we're not going to tell people what they should like Mm-mm. and what they shouldn't like. And a lot of people do like fall off the bone mm-hmm. ribs. And so we'll talk about the temperatures 
that yeah. you need to reach for okay. fall off the bone ribs. I'm ready. All right. Okay. So anyway, there we go. We're letting it, letting that uh, meat cook, and we're trying to get to an internal temperature. So the internal temperature that I prefer mm-hmm. is about 180 to 185 degrees. Okay. And, uh, and you're going to have to pull. Now, ribs, it's pork ribs. They're, gonna, they're ready at 145 what? degrees. Oh, that's right, 145. Yeah, pork, yeah. yeah it's right. ready at 145 degrees. But uh, you're going to have some tough ribs mm-hmm. at 145. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to reach 180, 185 at the most. Kind of right in that uh, middle. Right, right in the middle. Mm-hmm. And so... How do we, okay, so that's, that's if you want a little pull. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want the fall off the bone rib mm-hmm. and uh, for the extra time that you're going to cook it, you may want to wrap it, Sure. Uh, but you're trying to reach 190 to 205 degrees. Whoa. Right. Wow. And that's, where you, that's where you're looking that's for. That's done. And that's really done. And you pick up the bone and it's probably going to fall off. Right. Yeah. The and meat right. just falls right off. Just on fall off the bone. Right, mm. right. 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 So anyway, so how do we f- determine that the ribs are done? One is like, so we have our trusty thermometer, mm-hmm. you know, digital thermometer. Now, you really have to be careful here. You want to, one is you want to keep it away from the bone. Right. When you're sticking in, uh, into the meat, you're sticking the probe in the meat. And the other thing that you want to do is make sure you're sticking it into the thickest part of the rib. Right. All right. Yeah. To make sure that that's it's done. done. So that's the way you do it with a meat thermometer. Now, a lot of pit masters prefer a different method, and it's called the bend test. Bend test. Bend. I'm B-E-N-D. ready. B-E-N-D. I'm ready. The bend test to tell if it's ready. And the bend test really is what that is, is that you take some tongs, pick up the rack, mm. and you just kind of hold it and bend it. And if uh, near the center uh, and you just kind of bounce it. Take the tongs, hold uh-huh. it near the center, bounce it, ba- you know, slightly. Uh-huh. And if you get a crack, you know, so what happens is the meat, you'll see the meat, and there'll be a little crack in the meat right there. Right. Now, if it's just a small crack, the rib probably needs to be cooked a little more. Okay. But if you see it where it's about to break or whatever, those ribs are done for sure. Okay. And that's okay. the bend I method. think I've done that by accident. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, and then your ribs are done. And so that's basically it. So you can do it either way. Uh, target temperature mm-hmm. with the thermometer. Sure. Uh, or, or bouncing the bend it with test, you. Right? Yeah. And then so once the ribs are done, you're going to take them off. You're going to let them rest for about 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. You're going to get out your knife, mm. and they're good to go. Now, Boom. some people like, and we didn't talk about this, but as the ribs are almost done, uh-huh. so that's when you start applying barbecue sauce. Now, I'm not a, I'm a sauce guy after the ribs are ready yeah. and let people put their own sauce yeah. on because yeah. you know with my rubs and flavors and everything I you know I want to give people an opportunity mm-hmm. to taste the meat without yeah. barbecue sauce. Right. Yeah. And so but I'll have a nice homemade barbecue sauce. sauce and it doesn't have to be homemade you go buy your barbecue yeah. sauce whatever. Yeah. But I like the sauce on the side. Mm-hmm. Everybody does. A lot of people barbecue, and a part of it is right. while the ribs are on the right. smoke, they want to start putting Layering barbecue sauce. Layering the barbecue sauce. And yeah. I, all I would say is wait till the ribs are done, are almost done. completely done, yeah. before you start putting the barbecue sauce on. That makes sense. Or At least get them off on, the grill so that way they're whatever. not going to burn. No, you want to leave, them on, the, you can leave yeah? them on the grill once you start doing that. Really? But you have to keep close eye on them to keep them from burning. Right. And so you don't want to flip the meat side over no. when you're doing that. Just, right. Yeah. Just put it on the yeah, top I mean, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. So the first thing, yeah, you can take, you know, first thing I would do is brush it on the bone side, then flip it over and put it on the meat side and yeah. just let it go. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. So that's it. I mean, like I said, rest for 10 minutes and you're ready to go. Bon appetit. Right. And if you have any questions about uh, today's topic, mm-hmm. feel free to send us a listener question at getyourbbqon at gmail.com. That's getyourbbqon at gmail.com. All right. Yeah. 
And, we'll an- and Ken will answer your question, and I'll just be like, <laughs> okay, I think so. <laughs> All right. So that's that's the that's Man. the smoke ribs, barbecue ribs, whatever. I, there is one thing that I did forget to say. What? Sometimes folks like on the barrel grills, they'll want to put their ribs over on the direct side for a little while. Yeah. Which is okay, and I see it a lot, and people do that. But And so that's going to really cut the cook time in half. Right. And that is not so much low and slow, but, mm-hmm. you know, that's it's an option. That's speeding up the process it's a little bit. speeding up the process. It's, a, it's, a, it's an option to go in direct. And, uh, going so, back and forth, indirect, yeah, direct. Yeah. yeah. Back and forth, mopping and that yeah. kind of stuff. So, but anyway. All oh, right. wow. We're good to go. Oh, my gosh. I'm ready. I know what I'm doing this weekend. I'm making some ribs this weekend. All right. It's no special occasion. I'm just making ribs this hey, weekend. You know, oh. you do not need a special occasion no. for ribs. No. Ribs are the special occasion. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I'm, I'm definitely going to try this mustard and creamy Italian dressing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not together. No, no, no. I'm going to get two yeah, yeah, two yeah. racks, and I'm going right. to make one, and then see which one I like better and let you know. All right, Which fantastic. one is, okay. is better than the other. Yep. All right. Fantastic. It's, yeah. It will be good. All <laughs> oh. right, sir. Uh, we're doing our podcast right now. It's live, but yeah. it's okay. okay. <laughs> I really appreciate you all coming in today. Yeah, I appreciate it. Too. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. Y'all take care. Thank you. (laughs) And that's right, folks. We had a couple of our listeners just compliment the food and also the great show. So you can actually come in anytime, any Thursday. (laughs) We're here around lunchtime doing the podcast live. You can be part of the show. You can interact with the show. You can listen to the show here at Cans Hardwood Barbecue, 5250 East 22nd Street. That's yeah, that's where we are. That's where we are. Yeah, 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 yeah. And speaking of guests and speaking of questions, we have a listener question, Ken. Okay, shoot. Listener right. question. Cool. Listener question is from Scott from Boomfield, Colorado. You know, there's a concert I want to go to over there. I, I'm i very curious. I've never been to Boomfield, Colorado. I've okay, had... so what kind of concert? Well, oh, it's a, uh, it's a house music concert. House music. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Man, so, so yeah, more your DJ roots. That's right. That's right. Listen okay. to some more DJs, mix it up, <laughs> and do his things on the ones and twos and threes and fours. All right, all right. And since there's there's two of them, there's probably like fives and sixes and sevens and eights. <laughs> there's two. Anyway, back to the listener question. Okay, so here, ooh, these are good questions. He has a two-parter. You okay. know, I usually don't let two-parters come in, but right, you know, this right, one I'll, right. I'll let come in. So he's asking, what's the difference between an Angus burger and a regular burger? Well, Angus is a type of cow. Oh, and so, there's a cow named Angus. Yeah, that's, Angus is a is a breed of cow. Oh, and so that's the difference. And you know, I so just depends on what type of. Uh, I mean, regular hamburgers, steer. I, I'm not, you know, whatever. Oh, type of beef or cow that came from but uh, oh wow but an angus is comes from an angus cow okay that's that's what angus burger is and and angus beef uh, supposedly is has a better flavor really yeah from it costs more oh uh, yeah i know yeah when i pass <laughs> by it i'm like ooh, that's gonna be cool it's one day angus yeah you know, we're talking about black angus beef mm-hmm. yeah yeah oh wow his second question is more fat or less fat in the burger? Which is better? Which do you prefer? He's asking. Okay. So, more fat or less mm-hmm. fat? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. And I'm sort of like Jack's, you know, was that Jack's brat? Mm-hmm. Could eat no fat, his wife could eat right, no Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure they had to compromise and met somewhere in the, in middle. the middle. Right, right. But, uh, you know, you go to a grocery store, you see different, you see 70% fat content, you see 85% content, lean. And uh, I prefer a... I pref- personally, I prefer more fat in my hamburger. For really? Because flat ha- fat has flavor, mm. and the burger's gonna be it's less likely to be dry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but uh, I would say you know most hamburgers gonna be at seventy percent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, lean to fat. You know, fat content. I prefer. Yeah, Probably 
eighty percent. Okay. Like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have mm-hmm. no, I've noticed the same. The more fat in the in the burger, the juicier it is. Yeah. The, just the flavor is so good and just right. Mm. When you start getting up to 90 percent, man, it's tendency to have a dry burger. Yeah, it just not it doesn't taste the same. Right. It just doesn't taste. Right. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't taste the same or anything else. So my preference is about eighty. Okay. And uh, I think sometimes 70 just has way too much fat. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, I agree it, with that. But it's all about personal preference. Of course, 70 costs a lot less, too. Yeah, absolutely. So. Absolutely. Right. And you are you were saying earlier that 165 can needs to be cooked at? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Burgers. So any ground meat, uh-huh. any ground meat needs to go to 165 degrees to be complete. 15 seconds at 165 to be safe. That's what the, you know, FDA, USDA, I mean, that's what they recommend Mm -hmm. uh, as far as cooking. Right. Yeah. Is uh, 165 degrees. And I mean, most, that's what you'll see from all your local health departments. Sure. And you go online, you know, what is your cook that ground meats need to go to 165 degrees. Now, if you want it a little pink, you're going to go a little bit Yeah, I mean, but if you like your burgers rare, medium rare, Mm -hmm. anything, and a lot of people do. Right. But that's why you see all the signs anywhere Mm -hmm. on the menu or whatever when they talk about, you know, what the dangers are for meat that's not cooked all the way. way. Mm. And that's one of the chances you take. Uh, And, you know, the thing is, a lot of times, if your meat has been handled properly and mm-hmm. you're buying it from a reputable grocery store and and, and that you trust, then you know, yeah. you, uh, I guess that's an option. Right. But to avoid any kind of foodborne illnesses, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 165. Perfect. Fair. 15 seconds. Yeah, fair. All right. Fair. There you go. There you go, Scott, from Boomfield, Colorado. I'll be there soon one day. And you can leave <laughs> messages. <laughs> you can leave us a message and a question by sending us an email. Get your BBQ on at gmail.com. That's get your BBQ on at gmail.com. Leave us a question and Ken will answer and I'll say yes. <laughs> That's how that usually goes. All right. For now. <laughs> For, For now. For yeah. now. All right, <laughs> All right doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's that time dun, 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 dun. for us to check in dun, 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 dun. with our grill master dun. and pit master dun. in training, dun, dun, dun. the doctor, dun, 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 Dr. Andre Jones. Da, 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 da. That's my extended theme song right there. Yeah. yeah. yeah hey. Hey, I think it still needs some work. <laughs> think, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're still looking for that theme song. Yeah, we, got, we need, we need, yeah. We need, yeah, we need some theme music yeah I've been introducing myself like that for two years I think probably now is the time to like probably get some music going right um, right right probably a good idea I mean yeah you can do that over the music (laughs) but yeah I think we need it I think the doctor needs a theme song (laughs) fine fine I'll I'll work on it I'll see what I can accomplish so I have a story for you and the story is a follow-up story to one of our episodes of how to cook a dinner in one hour. So 60 minutes to cook a dinner. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, a series of unfortunate events by Dr. Andre Jones. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I went to the store and I got me some chops. I love pork chops. Little small pork chops. They're easy. easy They're easy to yeah, cook. Yeah. They're great. They're fantastic with a good berry reduction. Blueberry reduction is the favorite in the house. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. Sounds so, delicious. Yeah, it is. So I got me some little chops. I got me some um, broccolinis. Ooh, on your, of course, like by your recreations. Yeah, absolutely. And I got some small little red potatoes. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Right. It's, this was the meal of the meals. Now, I went ahead and I got some thyme also, so that way I can uh, spray everything with a little bit of thyme. That was going to be the theme of the uh, um, okay. theme of the flavor, the flavor, right, the layer, right, the flavor, right. the flavors. Right. And um, everything was fine. So Ken, I went over to the uh, grill and, you know, recently I had that wonderful barbecue. Right. Yeah, it was great. And then I realized I did not clean the grill. Well. Did not clean the grill. But that's okay. okay. That's okay. okay. We're going to go ahead and clean the grill. 
So mind you, I already started the timer the second I started prepping. And so I am now 15 minutes in. I now have 45 minutes to cook my 60-minute dinner. Okay. Okay. So I pull out, I bust out the small grill. Because remember, I cook on ones and twos. I cook on, the on ones, ones and, and the twos. twos. But you brought the small exactly. one Exactly. Okay. So the potatoes went on the smaller grill. Okay. Because that's going to go first. Okay. Throw those bad boys on high heat. Let it go. All right. Put it down to medium towards the, yeah, I put it towards medium. And I was like, okay, go. Set the timer for 30 minutes. I'm going to check. Everything's fine. Life is good so far. Uh, meanwhile, as that's happening, I am cleaning my grill, getting it ready for uh, um, the next step, which is the meat, right? That's what I cook all my meat on, on the right, big grill. Right, right, And then all of a sudden I walk past my, my grill and I notice there's something wrong. It's, it, it's the temperature. It looks like it's going down and not up to realize that... I am out of good no. old propane. However, however, smart me, always have two handy. I go in and I just go throw it in and put on another one. Swap get it back the tank. to work. Exactly. Swap the tank. Exactly. Get it back to work. So now it's going. Meanwhile, my grill catches on fire again. Oh my gosh. So it's not clean yet, right? I'm thinking it's well, like I clean mean, is it clean. Yeah, yeah. If it's catching on fire, that means you have grease. Yes. In certain areas on the grill. Yep. So here's what I did. I moved some grates or uh, the grates around. So that way the part I was going to use was gonna be clean and the other part that wasn't gonna be used. It's going to be over there until okay. I deal with it. Well, no fire on it. No fire. Right, right, exactly. Right, right. Because we want meat with no fire on it. Right, right, so right. So I throw in the meat. The potatoes are done. I go and get the broccolinis. I throw on the meat. I'm spraying it down. Everything's going. My time is going down. It's now like 50 minutes, and I got 10 more minutes to cook this meal. Oh, by the way, I'm also doing my berry reduction at the same time. So now I'm running back and forth between the meat and the berry reduction and also checking on the broccolinis. The broccolinis get done just in time, so I pull it down. I got five more minutes left. I'm cooking the meat. Da, 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 da. And then I forget that the <laughs> berry reduction oh is also God. almost done. So I run back inside, stir the berry reduction, put a little water back in it, stir it back, make it back to life, come back to life. And then I put that down and then I run back outside and now the meat's going, and so I turn the meat no. over here and everything else. If I could have a twin, that wouldn't have happened. This would not have happened. Anyway, no, an hour in 10 minutes is how long it took me to make the meal. Right. So I did not make the 60 minutes... It took me 70 minutes to make the one-hour meal. Right. Did the, was the meat okay? The meat was fantastic. The girls yeah. ate it up. I right. mean, it was so good. The meat was great. The blarcolinis were great. The potatoes were like, mmm, perfect. Fantastic. The thing was, was that... 10 minutes late. About 10 minutes late, and I had a propane tank go out, and my, my grill was not as clean as I thought. Wow. A lot of lessons learned. Absolutely. There. Prep. Prep. <laughs> clean your grills. Prep. Mm -hmm. Clean your grill. Prep. I mean, because you tank. can have clean your grill in the hour. I mean, that's that's possible. Yeah, it's possible. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I but I mean, but if you do, if you're doing a lot of heavy lifting with your grill, mm -hmm. you know, well, you probably need to clean it between cooking. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's what that's what I'm that's that's what it came down to. I was realizing that I just need to take a day, like in the morning when it's not so hot and humid, to just sit there and clean the grill. Yeah. Or yeah, you yeah. know, you know who else I could call? You know. V? Yeah. Over yeah. at uh, grillcleaners.com. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah, I mean if you needed like a major cleaning of your grill, I would highly recommend I, V from I think it's time. Mygrillcleaners.com. Yeah, I think it's time. Yeah, the big one yeah. needs it. The holidays are coming up. Thanksgiving's coming up soon. Yeah, I yeah, gotta get yeah. it ready but, for Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, a lot of tailgates, and we haven't talked about that. But we're we're gonna get to that on some future shows. Are you saying I'm going a little bit too far ahead you're in going, the future? Again, you're I, getting I, way I, out I, there, man. I'm thinking Football about Thanksgiving. season starting. <laughs> <laughs> tailgates, baby. Tailgates. That's right. Burgers, really? burgers yeah, and hot dogs right. coming up soon. Burgers, hot dogs, wings. steaks, wings. Sausages, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. tailgates. Tailgates. Yeah, you need a clean grill. Yeah, I do. I All do. right. 
All right, fine. <laughs> I need to clean the grill before tailgate season starts. All right. Is that so, better? Yeah, better so you just, we just talked about some of the future podcasts coming up. Absolutely. And we're going to be talking about the football season starting mm-hmm. and tailgates and having folks buy. And, That's right. Yeah, handle, handle that with your grill Absolutely. and your outdoor and indoor entertainment. And portable grilling. Yeah. We yeah, got to talk yeah. about portable grilling. We'll talk about portable grilling. What do you do? How do you yeah. do it? How do you go? And mm-hmm. what do you do? Yeah. At the tailgate. Exactly. I'm going to the game. Yeah. Well, really? Yeah. You're, yeah. You're, you're no, I'm not going to the game. I mean, sure? but you're not. not no, why, don't not. We, why don't you go to the game? Bring bring, bring grill. <laughs> if I was going to the game, I was going to do a tailgate. But you know, right now, I'm watching the games at home. All but right, fine. if I oh. were going to the game, yeah. we'll talk about what to do. Yeah. What to, to bring. Take, what to bring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you like go a, like a to spare the game tank. and do a tailgate. Yeah. Spare tank. Right. So we're going to get to that. It's going to be an upcoming podcast. All right. Sound, that sounds good. I like All it. Right. All right. I like it. So I will be, I'll be trying my uh, uh, one hour meal once again here soon. But first, it's ribs this weekend. Right. And, and we'll talk about the one hour meal. Yeah. Because it's really meant to do on one grill. And there's a sequence. There's trying? definitely a sequence. Are you trying to say I overcomplicated it? Yeah, yeah, I think you overcomplicated it. <laughs> you overcomplicated it. And while the potatoes are cooking, because uh-huh. you got to cook everything on one grill. Yeah. And while the potatoes are cooking, that's when you do your reduction. Ah. Right at, as soon as you put them on, it gives you 30 minutes. Yeah. And you can knock out a reduction you in 30 minutes. You can knock out the reduction or it'll yeah. be pretty close. Yeah. So anyway. Okay, all right. Or you could start the reduction before you put the potatoes on. Sure. But either way. Right, or cook it the night before, so that way it's already done. That's possible. Yeah. But we're talking about the hour. The hour. Get okay. everything done, starting everything. from start, start to finish. Start to finish, right. For so, one hour. Yeah. Fair. There you go. Fair. All right. There's my story. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, the doctor. Let's give the doctor a hand. Yeah. Doctor, a hand. Cooking in 70 minutes. 70 minutes. Thank you. Got to beat the 70 minutes now. All right. Well, we really appreciate you listening in to Get Your Barbecue on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's been a very good show sponsored by chicken. Chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The chicken. The ribs. The chicken. Yeah. Eat more pork. That's right. <laughs> Please. So, uh like I said, we really appreciate you listening in today, listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, hey, we wouldn't have a show without you. Absolutely. So thank you so much. We have a, you know, a lot of interesting subjects coming up on Get Your Barbecue on the podcast with Ken Alexander, but my guest host, the doctor. Dun, da, da, da. And uh, we'll listen in next time. Sounds good. See you Catch next later. time. Bye.